Welcome. I'm Dr. Liz, an entrepreneur, speaker, podcaster, mom, and wife. This podcast is about hypnosis, but also about all kinds of ways to help you live your fullest life, to heal, transform, to play the long game and go after the joy. You can see more about me at drlizhypnosis.com. Hop over there to get a free hypnosis file to decrease fear and anxiety or one to increase emotional stability. They're there just for you. I hope you enjoy the podcast as much as I do. Peace. Manifesting, and it is with Victoria Gallagher, who started out as a stockbroker, but who burned out and then turned to transformational workshops to gain her life back. Then she began using visualization scripts and eventually became a hypnotist to help people, specifically focusing on success in manifesting. She's been in this business a really long time, and her books are pretty well known within the hypnotist community. I say hypnotist because she's not a licensed practitioner. She doesn't hold a a master's or an advanced degree in any type of counseling, but she has been well-trained in hypnosis. So we discuss the top three things that hold people back from manifesting. These are really interesting. What people are missing that prevent them from being in alignment from what they want. And a really interesting part of the interview is how to break the limiting beliefs that perhaps are holding you back from manifesting what you truly want. So I thought January was a really good time to air this as people are setting goals for the year. Perhaps you're already burned out in your goals. I don't know, this will air about uh, two or three weeks into January, 2022. And if that's the case, either this one could help you or the previous episode, HM228, where I talk about if you're getting stuck on the practical side of implementing your goals, how to use a technique to get past that so that you do get them done. That one's a good one too. I hope everyone is healthy and safe and I wish for you a bit of peace for the week ahead whenever you're listening to this. Hi, Victoria. Welcome to the Hypnotize Me podcast. Hey, Elizabeth. How are you? Good. Good to be here. Yes. So I'm just going to start with a question that I often ask anyone who is a hypnotist or a hypnotherapist. What was your first experience with hypnosis? Oh, boy. That's a, that's a great question. So really my very first experience was even like before, obviously before I became a hypnotist, um, the one that I really, uh, hearkened back to was when I was, um, I was deathly afraid of needles. So, and I was, um, deathly afraid of going to the dentist and I had a dentist appointment. And so I went to a hypnotist and, um, that was like, gosh, 25, almost 30 years ago, I think. Wow. And, uh, yeah. And, um, and you know, I would say that was the first time being hypnotized by someone else. Mm -hmm. I had lots of other experiences where, you know, like I would, I practiced meditation and self-hypnosis and, and things of that nature, but actually going and having somebody else do it 
for me. And it was just a much, much more, you know, much deeper experience than I had ever had before, mm-hmm. um, was yeah. Doing the, uh, the dental <laughs> right before my dental appointment. Did it get rid of the needle phobia? You know, the, that particular session didn't do it for me. It was a few years later when I went to a therapist who also happened to be a hypnotherapist and she had me write my own affirmations. And I, you know, I think the thing was the reason why it didn't work as well the first time is, and I think this is really important for the audience to understand Mm -hmm. is because I like to test things out. (laughs) And so I literally went uh, into this number one, a little skeptical, uh, number two, like I needed, I was, this was less than 12 hours before my dental appointment. So there was Mm -hmm. no reinforcement or anything. Mm -hmm. And I go in there and when I say less than 12 hours, maybe less than 24 hours, I go in there just expecting a miracle. And I, um, you know, I didn't really have as much information about it, obviously, as I do today. And, you know, and, and I felt pretty confident about the, the appointment the next day, but I wanted to test it out. And I kept trying to bring the fear back. Mm. And of course I was able to bring the fear back Yeah, and, you know, and, and so whatever you're looking for, proof of you're going to, you're going to find that. And so you, as the, as the client, as the participant, as the person who's getting hypnotized, you do kind of have to really um, believe in the process. You've got to allow it to work. You got to work along with it. It's it's not like all of a sudden you're not ever going to be able to access that fear. If you, if you don't, if you want to, Mm -hmm. you, you, you can absolutely access that fear. And so I fretted about it all day. And I just, and I decided, yeah, I'm going to bring this fear back. And I, it was the, the appointment didn't Mm -hmm. work so well. So, you know, moving forward, I had to have some other procedures done. And so I, I sought out, uh, you know, an actual therapist who happened to be a hypnotherapist. She had me create my own affirmations, Mm -hmm. um, for the, uh, for getting rid of the fear of needles. There was like a week and I really thought about it. And I really thought about why I wanted to overcome this and what it was about for me. And that was such an empowering experience. And then I came back to her a week later and gave her the affirmations. And, you know, this was like a a blood work thing that I could do anytime. So I was allowed, Mm -hmm. I was able to like really allow the suggestions to sink in for, you know, a good week or so before getting the blood work. And I haven't had the same fear. I don't like to go get blood work done, Mm -hmm. but I can do it without it being like a huge deal now, you know, like where I I don't know a whole lot of people who like to go get blood work done. I mean, they like to see the results sometimes, but the actual process, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But it's tolerable to you is what you're saying now. It's tolerable. It's fine. Mm -hmm. I could just, you know, hand over my arm and look away and, you know, take a a deep breath and it's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Good. Good. And I've, I say for 
a long time. And actually, sometimes this is in some of the intros of the hypnosis files I do for people is that it's a process of two minds. So it's their mind and my mind. It's a partnership working together to help them. And it's also their conscious mind and their subconscious mind. So that's what you're saying is like, all right, it had to be something that you wanted to do that you're very motivated to do, not just someone trying to impose quote unquote, these suggestions on you that these fears exactly. would like magically, you know, disappear. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It, you know, it, it, and yeah, I learned so much about hypnotherapy, even though I wasn't a hip hypnotist at the time, mm -hmm. um, I can draw back to that experience and, you know, know why hypnosis doesn't work for some people because they're challenging it. If, if you challenge it, you're probably going to get what you're trying to <laughs> accomplish. Yeah. Yeah. So then how did you eventually become a hypnotherapist? So totally unrelated to what I ever went to hypnotherapy for, um, you know, fast forward to when I was, um, kind of getting a little burnt out as a stockbroker. I was a stockbroker for about, uh, you know, six or seven years. And, you know, it seemed at the time when I got that job, it seemed like a dream job. It seemed like something that, you know, wow, like this is amazing. But mm -hmm. after after a while, I just started getting really burned out and I started getting burnt out on everything in my whole life. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, like, I thought I had it all together. Uh, I was married, had a you know house, nice car in mm -hmm. great shape. Like I really had it all together, but I was just depressed and anxious and worried and, and unmotivated. And I, uh, I went to a, um, a personal development seminar called Psy Seminars. And it was during this four day, like, you know, 36 hour intensive retreat mm -hmm. where, you know, we just did a lot of visualization and meditation. And it was during this time where I was just like, you know, I really want to teach this to other people. I really want other people to experience this awakening, this, this sense of uh, awareness and everything that I had just experienced. And, you know, I started trying to get people to come to the seminar mm -hmm. and a lot of, you know, people weren't really into it the way that I was. So I said, you know, people don't want to come to the seminar. I'm going to bring the seminar to them. Mm -hmm. And that's when I decided that I wanted to create audio recordings mm -hmm. that would, you know, help people to overcome whatever problems that they wanted to overcome, help them with self-confidence, help them with motivation, help them with, um, visualizing, help them with success, all of the things. And even though I had my experiences with, uh, with hypnosis before, um, I didn't know even then that that meant that I wanted to hypnotize people. So I started 
writing these, what I called, you know, visualization scripts. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to just kind of get some validation that I was writing effective material that was actually going to help people and not hurt them. And so I started just kind of doing a little search online for like, you know, how do you write an effective visualization script? And after a while, like literally this was like a process of like a couple of years of like really trying to figure out like, what do I want to do? Like, what is this called? And finally, I just stumbled upon in my search, a hypnotherapy school and, uh, and literally like on the spot just decided, wow, this is, this is it. This is exactly what I want to become. And not only do I want to write these scripts and recordings, but I just decided, you know what, I just, I just want to become a hypnotherapist and, and see clients in my office and what, you know, I'm already seeing people mm-hmm. to help them with their finances. Yeah. <laughs> I can see people to help them with every aspect of their life. And so that's, you know, that was back in, um, Oh, let's see. 99. Um, I started my, my, uh, hypnotherapy practice and started my website and never looked back. And it was, uh, it was just an amazing, amazing process. It sounds like it. It sounds like it. Well, some of your focus on manifesting law of attraction for success, um, financial freedom, some of that makes more sense to me now, considering your background. Yes. Well, we did so much in that seminar and I, you know, I continued with uh, seminars like that. So a lot of my training, a lot of my background is really um, intertwined with all this other personal growth work that I've been doing and a lot of other books and, and Mm -hmm. things that I had been reading and movies. And so all of that really, um, it kind of gave me a different, you know, a little bit of a unique background as far as the hypnotherapy, the hypnotherapy was more just to give myself a credential, like a, mm-hmm. a, a real credential, but I really felt like where I got the vast majority of my training was going through all of these different, um, you know, 90 days, seminars, personal growth, you know, seminars, working with coaches and Mm -hmm. coaching other people in the, in these seminars. And that's where I really like got my, my real training. I mean, not that the hypnotherapy wasn't the real training, but that was for me at that point, that was more of an add-on. And, um, I mean, doing the work is where we really learn, I think, better how to actually do what we're doing, like actually working so with people. Much. It can't just be like sitting in a class or, I mean, these days taking it online and, um, you have to really work with people to, to better your skills yeah. and better yourself. You really do. You really do. A lot of the, uh, the coaching and, and things, uh, we would do these 90 day coaching programs. Um, once you've been through the program yourself and you've, um, been coached for 90 days, like, like literally Mm -hmm. every single day you call a coach and you have like a 10 minute conversation with them. And then once you program, I think it's the same it's called different things around the country is what I've noticed. So in South Florida, it was called summit, but, um, but it sounds the same, like there's different levels, but the third level, it's like, yeah, I had a daily coaching call 
with my coach and it was, (laughs) it was months. I don't remember if it was 90 days, but it was certainly 60, (laughs) you know? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And yeah, that between, you know, size seminars and landmark and, you know, just, a, and a couple of like relationship retreats and things like that, that I had done, you know, it was just like this whole mishmash of all these different things. I had been learning a little bit about, uh, the law of attraction just through books by, mm-hmm. um, you know, Deepak Chopra and Shakti Gawain years later, the secret came out and it was like, Oh yeah, the secret. That's, uh-huh. <laughs> that's kind of like what, what I've been learning about. And, you know, and, and I had been, uh, I had probably a hundred or, or 200 hypnotherapy recordings at the time. And most of them were already incorporating a lot of that language, like talking about manifesting, talking about, mm-hmm. talking about the energy, talking about like attracts like, and all these things. Um, and it's like, Oh, there, <laughs> this is what I've been putting into my hypnotherapy recordings. And it, it just sort of allowed me to really talk about it more in public. You know, I just kind of thought people would think what I was doing was strange, even though I was using the words yeah. inside my, my hypnotherapy uh, sessions and mm-hmm. people were getting amazing results from it. They're like, wow, you know, what makes these work so well? And it's like, well, it's this understanding about, you know, the law of attraction and the mm-hmm. energy and magnetizing and, you, you know, to think is to create and all of that. Yeah. <laughs> wonderful. So that's a lot of recordings. I know your site. I didn't realize it had quite that many. I mean, I'm sure it has more now because you're talking about when the secret came out. That's quite a while ago. So yeah, after that, um, I created um, the personal growth club and I went, I think in one single year, I added 200 hypnotherapy recordings to my library. Yeah. When like I can do, (laughs) and when I turn on the focus and the, you know, productivity Mm -hmm. button inside of me, and there literally is a button inside of me, it's either on or it's off. It hasn't been on as much lately. Uh (laughs) I've been just focusing (laughs) on other things, Mm -hmm. Uh, getting my office to look just right. And little things like that, but, and focusing, actually it's been focusing on my app, my HypnoCloud app. That's really taken most of my focus, getting mm-hmm. all those hypnotherapy recordings inside the app and, and yeah. all of that. But yeah, you know, I, yeah, at one, one year, 200. So I've, I'm up to about 600 now as, wow. as we speak. <laughs> wow. Incredible. So Let me ask, what do you think are the top three things that actually hold people back from manifesting? Like they're coming to your app or your website to do your courses for a certain reason. Do you see some commonalities that show up? Absolutely. So the top three things, I would say the number one of the three things would be lack of very clearly defined, um, goals or, you know, just desires what, you know, so many, so many people like they, they know what they don't want, but they don't really know what they do want. And they either that, or they're just all over the place. Like they want a little bit 
of that, a little bit of that. And you really have to have like a, a pretty clearly defined vision for what it is that you want. And you have to focus on it for long enough to bring it to fruition. So that's number one, lack of clarity. Mm-hmm. Number two, I would say is believing just having limiting beliefs or just not really having strong enough, uh, belief Mm -hmm. in what, what they want that, you know, or like they'll, they'll put something out there and, and try to manifest something that is just completely absurd in their, Mm -hmm. uh, in their, in their conscious mind and their subconscious mind. Like maybe they've never earned, uh, even as much as $50,000 in a year. And they'll say that they want to become, you know, a multimillionaire. Mm -hmm. And that is something that can happen, but you got to start with something that's more believable to you at this juncture. So that's number two would be the belief. So clarity, uh, lack of clarity, lack of belief, And I would just say also just, uh, people give up too soon. Mm. Um, they, they think that it's something that should happen overnight or, um, or in a week or in 30 days and manifesting happens when you're all completely in and you're completely committed and you've made a definite, definite decision. And most of the time people are missing one of those elements. They're, you know, they're not focused on the one thing. They don't have the belief. They don't have the feeling they're not visualizing the right thing. They have too many negative beliefs. And so they're just not in alignment with what they want. And then they just eventually give up and they just, you know, this doesn't work because it's been 30 days Mm -hmm. or 60 days. And (laughs) well, I guess manifesting just doesn't work. (laughs) Yeah. Gotcha. I think sometimes people do expect hypnosis to be like a magic wand versus Mm -hmm. a process. And you're saying it's a process. So give it time. Like give that time to work that process. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So considering these three like top mistakes that people make, um, like most of your stuff is pre-recorded, but do you also offer custom hypnosis to people so that you can help them get clear on these things? I absolutely do. Well, number one, I do have my book, um, Practical Law of Attraction. That really helps people to really get clear on on Mm. what they want. But yeah, I also do offer my custom hypnosis recordings. And the custom hypnosis recordings allows you to state what you want. I I go through a series of questions Mm -hmm. in on my questionnaire that help people to, uh, formulate it. It really helps formulate the script, um, the questions that, that people answer. Mm -hmm. And, um, there's also an option to do a, you know, a live coaching session with me, uh, when they, uh, when they order this Mm -hmm. and, and it really just helps to, um, you know, get clear on, on your very specific goals and your very specific, uh, desires. Cause everybody has a unique story and a unique situation. Uh, there's, you know, I mean, and, and there's yeah. things 
you know, all, all of my, my programs, I mean, they work, but of course you're going to get, you know, something a little bit more, um, you know, we're going to put the, you're, you're a little puppy dog, you're a little baby, you're, (laughs) you're very specific hike that you like to take (laughs) your sunset. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's interesting because I, I find this too, when I'm working with people on different things and particularly number two, when, um, we're even working, not necessarily on manifesting, but, on working on reducing anxiety, like things like this. And I talk about finding a thought to help reduce anxiety that it has to be believable. So people will say things like, Oh, I just, you know, well, I just have to tell myself that's ridiculous. And it's like, that's not believable. You know, <laughs> like it's your anxiety, first of all, is not ridiculous. Right. But it's like, right. too, you've got to find a find something that's, it's almost like a bridge or like throwing a, a hook, a grapple. If someone's rock climbing, they can't just throw it all the way to the top and zoom up. They go step by step. And so let's throw the grapple up and find another little ridge there that feels believable to you and doable. And then once we're there, we'll find the next one up. So I think that's really, um, that resonates with me a lot. Yeah. That's so key. I love that, that you, you know, like you have to create these little steps, these little intermediate steps. It's just like running a marathon in a way. And, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I, mean, I don't know how many people out there have run marathons, but you know, when you, a marathon is 26.2 miles. And yeah. if you've never even run five miles, it's, you know, you're not going to be able to go out and run a 26.2, uh, mile marathon tomorrow. It takes training. Right. And, and it's really interesting too, because when you're able to run five miles, but you you've never run six miles, you can barely believe you can maybe believe that you can run six miles. Cause you know, that's happening next week, mm-hmm. but you, it's hard to believe at the five mile mark that you can run 10 miles. It's like, I don't even know. I don't even understand how I'm going to run that. And that's exactly how it works when it comes to manifesting. Anything is like right now, if you're earning hundred thousand dollars a year, it's hard to imagine how you're going to double that. How are you going to double that? And, um, but you're going to do that based on training your mind to believe higher and higher levels. You're going to do that by, um, you know, being able to add more products to your arsenal of things that you, uh, that, that you offer mm-hmm. and you're, you know, th- it, so it's just this, this little step-by-step process of getting yourself to take on and, and believe more and more, uh, things uh, one step at a time. Yes. And do you find that there's a momentum to that as well? I used to play this game with my kids when they were little about manifesting, And so we would, I would say before we got in the car and drove to school in the morning, you know, what do you want to see along the way? And they would name something, a white cat. And I was like, okay, so then let's see if we can put our minds together and we're going to picture the white cat and then keep your eye out for it. 
and inevitably they would see a white cat, you know? So it's like, I saw it as like building their muscles in terms of belief. So then, you know, once that happens once or twice or three times, and um, I have story after story in my own life about things that I manifested, you know, made a, a vision board on, put away in my book, didn't look at it for five years and ended up in my dream neighborhood. That was like 10 years later. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. Where it was like, and actually that that's a really interesting story. I came in through the back way of that. This is a house I was looking at to rent. And um, I didn't realize it was in my dream neighborhood until I, then I went out the front way and I was like, oh, my God, like, oh my God, <laughs> I have dreamed of living here for since like I first saw this neighborhood in grad school. And this was like 10 years later, maybe 15, even, you know, I have multiple stories like that. Do you find that like, once you start to gain evidence, then you can dream bigger even? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's one of the things that I uh, that I tell people when I'm coaching them to, you know, help them with their manifesting is, you know, really to start with small, very, uh, achievable things, things that are like a stretch, like maybe manifesting, um, you know, a hundred dollars that mm-hmm. they wouldn't ordinarily be able to manifest. So, so something that shows them that, Oh, I can manifest, but it's not like this, this thing that they can't even imagine being able to do. It's much more believable to think like, I'm going to find $20 today mm-hmm. than I'm going to find a thousand dollars today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unless you're my husband who regularly finds a thousand dollars. I'm like, how do you do that? Like, well, you know, <laughs> I'm lucky. Right. Okay. But for somebody who's just starting out with that, you know, being able to, you know, manifest the extra 20 or yes. or hundred or, or whatever it is. And then you build confidence because you say, well, if I could manifest that, let's see what, you know, let's challenge myself a little bit more. So it, you're absolutely right. It 100% builds your confidence and it builds momentum and it just helps you to believe what else is possible. Yeah, absolutely. So what about, um, I want to talk a little bit about limiting beliefs and how you address them with people. Like, how do you, um, like, let's say they don't even spot it. Do you help them spot it? Mm -hmm. Do you um, work with them in terms of like, where's that coming from? Like my practice does a lot of deeper healing. And so often Mm -hmm. we will do core healing, which looks at where does this belief come from and now let's heal it so that you can go ahead and live your life in abundance or go ahead and and find the partner that you really want you know because you no longer believe that you don't deserve that or that you don't um that there's some message you got when you were younger that that's not going to be your path that's not for you so how i'm interested in how you work with limiting beliefs yourself so Yeah, no, that's a really great question. So I have a a whole process and it really starts out with, by the time a person has come to me, they've probably been trying to manifest this thing, whether it's their soulmate or career success or 
something with their health or whatever it is. They've been working on that for, uh, for a while by the, you know, like they mm-hmm. didn't just start thinking about that, that day that they, that they called me. Um, so by the time they get to me, they've already kind of recognized that like, I'm whatever I'm having a block about this. Mm-hmm. And so I will just simply ask them, what would it be like to go ahead and just manifest this, uh, within the next day? And that just conjures up all their reasons, right? Mm. I mean, so it's really actually simple to find the limiting beliefs is Mm -hmm. when you put somebody up to the challenge of going ahead and manifesting it, like, let's go ahead and manifest it. So they'll give me their reasons. Well, um, that's not long enough, or I don't have enough time, or I don't have the money, or I don't know enough people, or I'm not smart enough, or I'm not good. enough. you know, all the things will start to come out Mm -hmm. of their conversation. We don't even necessarily have to go into the subconscious necessarily to find those. I mean, you are tapping into the sub subconscious sort Mm -hmm. of bypassing it by just asking them that question. So I'll just ask them that question. And then if that is, not going to give me the answer, then, uh, then we'll just go into a little bit of a, you know, hypnotic state or meditation. And, and I'll just, I'll ask them to put the idea into their mind of the thing that they want. And I'll just ask them to, to ask themselves what's getting in my way from manifesting this and just listen to their intuition and the intuition will, will give them the answer. So once we have the answers, once we have a list of a few of their limiting beliefs, and we'll just go ahead and, and write Mm -hmm. those down, we will take one of those beliefs And I like to do an interrogation process (laughs) with that belief. And I'll say, okay, now this belief, this isn't you, this is something that, you know, you've, you've inherited from somewhere. And so we're going to, we're going to like dig into this belief and we're going to find out where it came from and, and really question it. And we just question, question, question. And all this is done at the conscious level. I was about to ask you that. I was like, are they in trance or conscious level? So you're saying they're conscious level. Okay. This is all conscious level. And, um, and you know, we can do some, some of this at the unconscious level, but we're able to, to do this work completely at the conscious level. Mm -hmm where we do the hypnosis is where we replant the new belief. So we do this interrogation process. We break it down. We get them to realize that this belief is completely invalid. We just invalidate the belief. Like Mm -hmm. who did you find this out from? Oh, I found, found it out from my aunt Betty is your aunt Betty qualified to (laughs) advise you on such things as your finances? Like what kind of, you know, is your aunt Betty a millionaire? Is your aunt Betty, you know, won the lottery or whatever. (laughs) Right. right. (laughs) And usually aunt Betty is, you know, not really in a position to give such advice. And then, you know, we, we just ask various different other questions, like what's funny about this belief and just really just break this belief down. Well, what would be what would, what would be a better belief? What would be a belief that would, that would cause you to be able to 
have this dream home or have this dream lifestyle or, you know, whatever the goal is that they're working on. Mm -hmm. And they come up with a new empowering belief. Once they have the new empowering belief, then we will do the work in, in hypnosis to plant that new belief in. And, um, and we'll do a little bit of, I, I have my favorite little belief busting, um, hypnosis session. Also, we go into this really special room where they, they write the old belief on a, um, whiteboard and then they, um, you know, they cross it out mm-hmm. and then they write the new belief on the, on the whiteboard. And then we do a little future pacing and imagine themselves acting, uh, with this new belief mm-hmm. and, um, and then, you know, um, just really get in, involving the, the imagination and, and going beyond that moment, going past that future moment, uh, looking back on the moment that that belief became a reality and their, then their goal became a reality. So it's really fun, actually, uh, breaking limiting beliefs. It's actually, uh, you know, one of the things that I, that I enjoy doing the most with people and they just come out and they're like, wow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's fantastic. It sounds like a similar process, just a, a slightly different way. Cause we all have our own styles of working with people, but yeah, yes. I, I get the same kind of reactions when people really, really realize how much has been holding them back and, and being able to see themselves in the future without it. Like that's really, truly powerful for people. It really is. It really is. And two, the, you know, the other thing is, it's just most people have never really thought about this belief. They've never put any focus on it or attention on it or, or even thought like, uh, what do I need to believe and who do I need to be? Because so much of this is the belief sponsors who you be and how you behave. And, and when I say who you be like, you know, yeah. who are you like, who, who are you with this new belief? Um, what, what kind of actions are you, are you taking? How do you, how are you feeling? What kind of things are you doing right now during your day? Because so many people are just inclined to wait, um, before until their dream becomes a reality to act a certain way or to feel a certain way Yeah. And when really it's the other way around. So we got to pull from that new resource of the future and, and say, okay, how can we start to behave in this new way now? How can we start to feel this new way now? Because it's, it's all, it's the feeling that creates the action, which ultimately creates the result. If you don't feel like getting up, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you're probably not going to get up and act on your goals. Absolutely. If you don't. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I'm working on, um, creating another program. And some of the, the end goal was I wanted to feel, I'd like to feel proud when I launched this Mm. program. And so one of the exercises was, okay, how can I feel proud every single day now? Right. Not like when I launch it sometime in the future, I need to practice that now. And so that's my, my daily task. And I have an accountability group that I check in with that and I write it down. Like, this is what I did today to feel proud and, and that type of thing. And it is so powerful to begin to practice that in your current, like, who are you now? And who do you want to be? 
What type of person do you want to be? And then how do you do that and work that into your daily life? That's really beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that too, that you're working on that in your own life. Oh, yeah. So we are coming to the end of our time here, and I have absolutely loved this interview. I think, um, listeners, you got lots of good stuff that you can put into practice pretty immediately, but also let them know how they can find you and either buy your books or take one of your courses or contact you for custom hypnosis. Absolutely. So the best way to find it all is to go to my website, victoriamgallagher.com. You know, on, on there is kind of a portal to all of the things. Cause I have a lot. Yes, <laughs> you do <laughs> 600 <laughs> recordings, right? So absolutely. I've got my 600 recordings. I've got my hypno cloud app. I've yes. got my courses at personal growth club, mm-hmm. my books, of course, which are all on Amazon. So, but you know, all things can be found just from going to, uh, victoriamgallagher.com. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being here and sharing your wisdom with us. truly enjoying today's episode. Remember that you can get free hypnosis downloads over at my website, drlizhypnosis.com, D-R-L-I-Z hypnosis.com. I work all over the world doing hypnosis. So if you're interested in working with me, please schedule a free consultation over at my website and we'll see what your goals are and if I can be of service to you in helping you reach them. Finally, if you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the podcast or tell a friend. That way, more and more people learn about the power of hypnosis. All right, everyone. Have a wonderful week. Peace. This podcast is not mental health treatment, nor should it replace mental health treatment. If you need therapy or hypnotherapy, please seek treatment from a trained professional.